episode six of the Bullion Boys. Myself, Jay, and the Honourable Casey. Kate. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, Jay. How has been? How's been your week so far? Uh, it's been all right. It's been good. It's been uh, sunny. Getting that vitamin D sun. Pause, but still. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I know, yeah, no, it's been pretty good, man. A lot of sun, a lot of sun. What about you? Yeah, this week has been uh, pretty, pretty warm. Um, actually, I've been dying all week. Uh, it's uh, it's been atrocious. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but thank God this weekend, uh, the weather's been uh, pretty cool. It's been nineteen degrees, so I actually have been enjoying um the rain that we've been getting um this weekend. So I can't really complain. Ah, like a proper Londoner, umbrella <laughs> yeah. and all sorts. It, but we were in quarantine, or it's been lifted now. So I've been out and about slightly, but not too much. What about you? Uh, honestly speaking, I I'm still pretty much quarantined at this point. Like um, yeah. I'm not really taking any risk going outside. Uh, people <laughs> like people can do whatever they want, go out, you know, go about the business or whatever. But we're still in the middle of a pandemic that's still not under wraps. So, and I still pretty much can order everything that I need and have it delivered to my doorstep. So, hello, <laughs> <laughs> yellow Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. Yeah, no, for real. I think <laughs> I think so because like it's crazy. You know, these are the perfect times where you wait to see what everybody else is doing. You're kind of mm. like, hmm. I wonder who's going to be out. And then, like, in a few weeks later, you find out, like, damn, son, he had COVID. Like, damn, son, it's spiking up again. Damn, yeah. son, we're in lockdown again. <laughs> exactly. That's what, people's, yeah. that's what people are not understanding. It's like everybody uh, are taking a risk to go out or whatever. Yeah, good for them. But, like, at the end Dude. of the day, at the end of the day, the, the, the pandemic is still not over. Uh, there, there has been surges of COVID going back up in certain areas around the world so in food factories in britain as well food so factories so that's the least that you want to you want for, for to happen like could you imagine Ooh. we get a we, we get another wave we're gonna be on Chalet. lockdown for we're gonna be on lockdown <laughs> until the end of the year going into 2021 and then Mate, people to the end pe- of the decade <laughs> and people are gonna start going ballistic trying to order food online which is gonna be damn near impossible back in march so it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be a whole repeat. So yeah, no, I think Amazon are getting everybody lit. Amazon are like, you know what? We're gonna start building. We're gonna start um, delivering a lot more food from different shops now. We're gonna start holding food in our warehouses. Amazon are just gonna get lit. They got more money than some governments out here. They're doing yeah, Jeff definitely. Bezos. Jeff Be- Jeff Bezos is about to <laughs> shut down retail for good. You know what I mean? He's about to shut. Oh, I've got a bookstore. No, you don't. You know what I mean? As soon as it's going to be like, oh, I've got a food store. And no, you don't. Jeff Bezos is going to come and wipe that market clean, man. <laughs> you know, to be fair, like, he's already started. Like, even on Amazon now, you can order food. Like, for example, like, you can go on an Amazon app and order from Morrison's rather yeah. than to go on the Morrison's app itself. So, and it's cheap. <laughs> and it's way cheaper as well, like you said. So, bro, there's some some places like commission, like Deliveroo. They give you commission. This sounds like an Amazon advert. I just like to let everybody know we are not <laughs> endorsing Amazon. We are just saying how superior their customer services compared to other retailers, allegedly. So we don't get sued by anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, they're actually they're actually pretty lit. And um, yeah, so I think I think they're dude. Once they get their drones. 
once Amazon get them drones are flying around London, bruh. <laughs> once they get those drones, it is Ooh, it is oh, game over, good, game over, mate. Goodbye Uber, goodbye Deliveroo. We've got little buzzing Amazon drones going everywhere. You know uh, what? I don't think I don't think Uber is ever gonna go away. You know because they're their they're their they are their own thing. So Amazon yeah. is probably gonna get to that level of like delivery, like easier access to like have people you know get their stuff way quicker with drones. But like there's always gonna be that Uber Uber Eats service right around the corner that everybody's just yeah, used but to. Uber Eats Uber Eats might. It, do you know what? When a company gets so big, it might just cannibalize itself. Because I heard a lot of stuff about Uber with like sexual harassment claims and all those other stuff in in their in their sort of corporate center. Mm. So I don't know, man. Uber's good, but with Deliveroo out there, and there's a lot more smaller local ones showing up and popping up. True, true. I don't know, man. I don't I'm know not... if they can keep their their hold in the market. They might have to go into like automated cars or do something because. It's, I'm not it's gonna, gonna lie. get real sticky. I'm not gonna lie. What I do appreciate with Deliver um, instead of Uber Eats is that they have way more like food options with yeah. better quality foods, and not only yeah. that, but I believe Deliver were the first to start um, introducing food. like the uh, groceries, deliver groceries to a system. Yeah. Before Uber Eats, um during this pandemic yeah. so this has been really really dope overall mate they have like these care packages like morrison's as well and audi they had these kind of weird care package things which was just like a box full of essentials for the week so mm-hmm. they would put they'll stack like maybe hundreds or even thousands of them in the store and deliveroo and um i'm not sure if it was uber but i know deliveroo were just going around and just popping them and just delivering to people and there's just like these packages of food so you know Damn, I think fire. from the first, yeah, from the first one, because there was like a lot of elderly people that couldn't get food and couldn't shop online and they were like starving and stuff like that. So it's crazy. So I think now they, they've figured out, all right, this is what we do during the next lockdown and the pandemic and that. I think every company now has like <laughs> as, as some sort of lockdown plan, which is crazy. But hey, man, I think I think it's needed because we're definitely going to have a spike. It's definitely not going to go away. They're going to have vaccines, but. You know, this the virus may either burn itself out if it's like a dangerous strain. It may just burn itself out, or it may um, just stick around and evolve in a milder form that will only affect like like it does now people that are vulnerable. So it really does depend, man. It's a it's it's a crazy to be thing. fair to be fair. Right now, everybody's banking on this virus to be kind of like under wraps to be under wraps like during the summer because according to like the scientists, like it doesn't like survive very well within the heat um atmosphere so UV we, light yeah yeah so right now we're we're going into july and summer is gonna summer is basically till what end of august mid september ish in a way because yeah. after that we're going into we're going into like a cold climate so if if the virus lingers for that long this is not going to be really this is not going to be good for us because it's just going to stay there <laughs> way longer and nobody's going to yeah. be go to go out like probably till summer of next year. Mate. So I tell you what, yeah. If it if it finds out that it's a lot weaker in hot climates, guess where I'm going? <laughs> guess where I'm going? I'm going back to the motherland, man. I'm joking now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I would don't know, be, man. Would that be Jamaica? Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, I'm going back to the cradle of civilization, man. Africa, man. What are you talking about, man? You need to get to knowledge. You need to, you know, educate yourself on our history and our ancestry as a brother of the African diaspora. <laughs> I can't even say it properly, but yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can't. I can't. Yeah, you know what I mean? How dare you? Listen here, brother, man. <laughs> We gotta uh, go back to Africa and lift our people. Checking out. People in Africa are living a lot better than people in London. I tell you that stuff. Crazy. Uh, but um, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so COVID, man, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a squeaky bum time. But I think we'll 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 sort it out. As Alex yeah, Logan we'll said. we'll definitely pull through this. But it's gonna take yeah. some time. But they found like more therapeutics, like things to treat people with when you have it, rather than a cure. So like they said, a really cheap steroid um or a uh, tablet that people have with heart problems right if you have that it reduces the death rate of one in nine people which so is significant was, so this was proven. Almost, proven yeah so people were testing it during the current pandemic and then right now i think um what they're, they're advising in the uk they're just advising people and doctors to prescribe it if somebody has covid because one in nine is like what's that like nearly 10 percent of the people you know you're saving lives of people that are vulnerable right, and right. if you're if you've got numbers like 500,000 people globally dying right um and you take off 10% that's a lot of people you yeah, know that, that so is the... it's yeah so uh, you know shout outs to science shout outs to um research and but yeah so hopefully we'll see more and more of these things cuz i think it will be a combination of things like it will be like oh give people vitamin d plus give them that thing as well and you know and just a public service announcement for black people out there get your vitamin d up son because if you're in a country if you're in a country like um me and casey we're in uh, europe you know as they say europe in uh angleterre <laughs> aka england yeah. england we're in england so in england um we don't get as much sun as we would back in um, in Africa or the Caribbean in the yeah. climates that, that our skin is, is accustomed to. So we have melanin and our melanin is supposed to be able where, where we just have readily available vitamin D in the sun. That's that's literally one of the things that we that our body produces like fantastically in, in, a, in a hot climate. But when you go into a less hot climate and there's not enough sun we struggle to get as much as um, the, you know, uh, European white people, white skin, uh, get in. So it's, it's really imperative that we, that we stock up on our vitamin D. Um, Definitely. I've been taking vitamin D as often as possible, foods with it as well. I think it's vitamin D3 is, is, the, is what you need. And if you get that, just try and have it daily. And uh, just top up your vitamin D. I heard that if you're lots of water sick, as well. Yeah, lots of water. Lots of water. If you're mm. usually sick for two weeks, and you're you've got enough vitamin D, or you're taking vitamin D supplements, you reduce your sickness. Uh, on average, I read this on a, I think it was like a MD, like a medical thing online. Um, it said you can reduce it to around three days. So from fourteen days to three days. Because your immune system's got a boost from from vitamin D, so right. um, even if it's not a cure for COVID or preventative, I mean it just boosts your immune system. So mm. have it if you can. Um, go and buy it from 
your um I don't know if it's Holland and Barrett, but you can get it from online as well. You could probably definitely get it at Holland and Barrett, but I ain't giving up free sponsorships, son. So, oh, no, yeah, just um, get it on Amazon. Amazon has everything. Yeah. yeah, Amazon does have everything, but make sure it's a trusted seller. Very uh, true. You don't, want, you don't want no placebos or no duds. Some sugar pills. You're going to be popping those. Very true, <laughs> very it's, true. Thinking it's vitamins and you find out that it's just like, um, uh, what do you call that? Stevia. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, I got my D free and it's Tic Tacs. Nah, <laughs> that's not the way forwards, man. That's not the way forwards. But yeah, crazy, crazy times we live in. Stay safe. Uh, as they say, that free alert. Uh, was it free thing? Stay safe, stay alert, and stay something. Or, I don't know. But it was a terrible, terrible slogan for the UK. But um, yeah, just just uh, keep your wits about you. Wear masks. Oh my God, I, I saw a lot of stuff about masks and people saying how it's useless, and they're not useless. Because if they were, you know what I mean? They were just scared that the world supply of masks would disappear. So, you know, put your mask on when you go out. You can, even if it's even if it's not for COVID, you just won't spread your germs, mate. Very Jeez. true. You know, and they're starting to be fashionable. I'm making my own mask out of um, some prints that I got from an African store. African, hey. uh, um, is it haberdashery they call them? Where they sell fabrics? Yeah. Hey, so, hey black business. Hey, <laughs> funding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, uh, talking about black business, drop a like, subscribe to our channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Oh, Tune in every Sunday. Yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. What do we have for this week, Casey? Uh, for this week's news, well, I would like to say a big congratulations for Mr. Kanye West. Um, he has announced a 10-year partnership with Gap. Ooh. Yeah, that is, uh, that is huge, 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 huge for those who, uh, who've who been following Kanye West throughout his career. Um, he worked for them uh, when he was a teenager back in the day, and um, he got fired um, afterwards. But he didn't wait. Hold on, oh, hold on. You said work with them or for them? No, he worked with them. No, I'm with sorry, them. not with them. Sorry, <laughs> oh. he worked for them. He was basically a, on an apprentice job as a oh, teenager. Okay, okay. He worked for them when he was a teenager, um, at the age of 16, and after that, he kind of got fired. But a few years later, down the pipeline in 2015. He did an interview with Vanity Fair magazine, and he said that he would like to be creative director for them one day. So now, fast forward today in 2020, um, him announcing this huge partnership is a, it's a big deal um, and a staple for his career when it comes to, uh, to clothing and fashion as a whole. And since the announcement, um, their stock has increased by 42%. Which is uh, which is a madness. <laughs> which Draggy? is which is a madness, what? honestly. Yes, and um, <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. Forty-two percent. Forty-two percent. Do you oh, know how? What? Do you do you know what type of influence you need to have to be able to uh, to 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 make a company? Because if I'm not mistaken, um, Gap was having a pretty rough year. You know, amidst COVID, um, COVID nineteen, with everything that's been going on around the world, a lot of companies haven't been doing well. So, just like that, with this with this new partnership, their uh, their stock just went all the way up. 
So, um, wow. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Hello, mate. What? <laughs> a bad year. Gap been having bad decades, sir. <laughs> when was the last time you saw somebody on the street wear Gap? <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? That is true. That is very true, mate. I haven't seen anywhere wear wear Gap since uh, <laughs> since the nineties. I remember when I was young, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you got Gap." I was like, "Yeah, this is Gap hoodie." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now, like in the early thousands, like when uh, <laughs> that whole New York hip hop G Unit era that wiped out Gap. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> she. It wiped out. Everybody was wearing different stuff, man. I was like, nah. Now, yeah. sorry, Gap. Uh, but honestly, but yeah, now, you know, I'm I'm not the hugest, I'm not the biggest. Uh, well, actually, I'm a Kanye fan, but I'm not the greatest fan. I know you. This is why we got it first for some reason, <laughs> Casey, on our on our list of things that happened. Honestly, <laughs> you know, no, I I put it I put it up there on our first like um announcement for for today, simply because you know Kanye being a black person and this this being a huge like monumental stepping stone in his career is just to show that you know anything is possible because he was 16 working for them you know and for you to put that energy out there as a black man and then fast forward down the pipeline you're partnering with them and then you're gonna have you're gonna you're gonna have a a say so in what you want them to sell and not only that also having um stocks and um Yeah, gap for sales that is huge you know that is inspirational yep. so yeah. congratulate to that black man for our accomplishment for our, for having this accomplishment and yeah and yeah congratulations kanye you know um i hate your views on politics <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we can uh, all agree you... to that <laughs> exactly but you make a hell of a sneaker <laughs> and you're one hell of a creative guy but yeah. Uh, yeah, I really wanted to argue back on the on the Kanye stuff, but I can't, man. Fact, <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's lit right now. He's lit. He is. Oh, he is. God. And he's and also what, he's, announced. He's, he's yeah. also announced um, a new uh, animated show, uh, which is going to be called Kidsy Ghost, uh, starring himself and Kid Cudi, which is going to be directed by uh, Takashi Murakami. So uh, is that going to be an anime or or yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a it's going to be a cartoon. Um, oh, they released a trailer on YouTube. It looks really, it looks really nice. It looks really colorful. Like, um, it basically takes the theme from uh, the Kitsy Ghost album cover. If you've seen the Kitsy Ghost album cover, if you've seen um, Kanye West like in the teddy bear like um, cover art from his past albums, it's basically that with um, him gonna be playing the bear, and then you got Kid Cudi who's gonna play a fox. So it looks it looks interesting. It looks interesting, colorful. Um, so this is gonna be really it's gonna be really nice to see. Mm, shout outs um, to, to Kanye. He's doing yeah. a lot. He's, He's doing. doing uh, listen, fr- th- yes, fr- was that Friday? Yeah, it was Friday when he announced all of these things. It was a Kanye. It was a Kanye Friday, honestly. Wow. It, it, it was have a an good... album as well. He also announced well. A few months ago, he he did talk about the upcoming album that was gonna follow after um, the last one. Uh, what was the last album that he dropped? I believe it was. Um, oh, I am the. Worst. It was Jesus. Jesus <laughs> is born. The last album that dropped was Jesus is born. So he basically yeah. speculated that the follow up was gonna be Jesus is King. So he basically confirmed that on Twitter um, on Friday as well. And it's gonna be produced by uh, Dr. Dre, 
and um Shraggy. I'm I'm listen, my hype is through the roof right now because um Snoop Dogg. What Dog, is that gonna sound like? What is Snoop, that gonna sound like? What makes this even why why I'm even more hype about it is not only that it's gonna be produced by Dr. Dre, because but Snoop Dogg released a video of himself in the studio with Dr. Dre and Kanye West Ooh. in the same room on Instagram yesterday. So my I'm so freaking hype. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> listen, this is gonna be dope. Like mm. Shout outs to yeah, no, that's lit. Shout outs to all of them. Listen, yeah, shout outs to all of them because except for Dre, man, where the hell is that last album you're supposed to be? We're never, we're never never gonna get it. Let's be honest, mate. (laughs) I'm sure he's gonna he's gonna release it. I don't know when he retires from doing everything. When he's in an old people's home, which is probably never gonna happen, he's gonna release it. He's probably he has to release like some sort of library. He's gonna he's... have to launch his own Dr. Dre music service, and you just log on and pay monthly to stream every single song he's ever made. You know what I think? Library, uh, yeah. You know what I think about the reason why I think we're never gonna get the Detox album. He's been, well, he talked about back in the day is because Dr. Dre is one of those uh, producers. This is just my personal opinion. He's one of those producers that, and I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of producers out there that work like that when they start working on a specific project and they put so much hype on it and over time um they kind of nitpick everything about the project they try to make it too perfect and then as time go on they lose the passion they had for that uh, particular yeah. project so it's like oh i, I yeah, want to so release this keeps, so he keeps exactly like he keeps yeah. he keeps hyping it up hyping it up but like it gets to the point where <laughs> the love for the project dies and it never it never comes to the light for us to listen to it. So that's why I personally think we're never going to get a detox. If I'm Yeah, honest. so if, if I put my angle on it, right, it may not be... I mean, I agree that that's, that's what he could be doing or that's what could be happening because it happens with a lot of perfectionists. Mm. They want to get it perfect until it, it's no longer in the current climate that they wanted to release it in. Right. But there's also the possibility that he may be doing a last dance Michael Jordan kind of thing where he's documenting music over the last few decades since he started and he's just going to choose the right time to drop the catalogue and we're going to be like, wait a minute, he's taking us through NWA all the way to Lil Uzi Vert. You see what I'm saying? All the way to Kendrick Lamar. You know know the timeline. So it could be that he will drop maybe, I don't know, like a 10 CD you know, album, and we'll be like, what is this? And he'll just drop one for every year since a certain time. You see what I'm True. saying? Or he'll drop, he'll drop one for every few years. And, and that will be the pinnacle of the sound of that era. So you'd have pinnacle um, early 90s, pinnacle late 90s, pinnacle early thousands, like top top late 10s and, and then into the NTs and, and all that stuff. So true, true, be, true. I think he might be doing that, or he may just launch his own music service because he's a bad man. You know honestly I mean? speaking, honestly speaking, I don't think he would do that because it, it it sounds really great. You know what? A streaming service from Dr. Dre would be lit, but it wouldn't happen because we're right now we're oversaturated in streaming services right now. Because first of all, Dr. Dre 
he started the the Beats by Dre line, like headphones, yep. and it has been a lucrative, um, a very 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 lucrative lucrative um, project that he did and he worked on over the years, and then he sold it to Apple for I believe if it not a billion dollars or just under. I don't remember yeah. the the specific. I think it was uh, more. I think his cut was nearly a billion. I think. Mm. So, you know, right now in the streaming service, we got we got Apple Music, we got Spotify, and then we got Jay Z that did Title. You know, we got so much streaming services out there. So, I don't think he would ever like get into it because it is so competitive and so saturated at this point. Yeah, but what if what if this happens, right? What if Dre says? I'm removing all my music off other services and I'm exclusively going with Tidal and I'm injecting X amount of money into Tidal and becoming a major shareholder. And you'll only find my unlistened to catalog and everything else only on Tidal, right? Tidal exclusive. I know they haven't worked in the past, but if you got somebody like a heavy hitter, imagine if Timberland does that. You know and, what? Um, and, and Swiss Beats does that. It's It's like... What? It, I think. You know, it, yeah, go on. I think uh, it's a possibility. It could work. It depends. I personally, I think it depends on the consumer, because yeah. me, because Jay Z, basically, that's what he did. Like you couldn't find his albums on any other platform other than Tidal, and which is one but of the reasons old. why. Which is one of the reasons why I subscribed to title but that not only that but title also offers high high res audio you know yeah, yeah. you have to pay That's the premium the price thing. for it as well because yeah. i think it, if you're doing high res that that high res should have been the basic that should have been the standard yeah so when you definitely. sign up to it you should like why am i signing up to you to get the same quality as spotify you're supposed to be the top of the top so give me high quality audio and uh, that will be what I'm signing up for, mm. let alone, you know what I mean? Because like for Spotify, you're not really paying more for high quality audio. You're just switching it on or off. Um, I don't know if that's changed, but I've got always mine always on high, high. Um, yeah, on same high here. Setting. Same here. Yeah, so it's it's kind of like, huh? But yeah, I mean, but I would say this. That... I would mm -hmm. say this. The the uh, the high res audio on title is definitely better than both Spotify and Apple. Music. Yeah, I could imagine. Come on, I mean it's it's Spotify but, for God's sake. But in terms of catalog, um, the way you can like listen to music, even the the even the the UI, the functionality as a whole, um, Spotify is way better than um than title, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, which is because one... they got better software. It's, it's exactly. Like... What are you going to focus on? The audio quality or the software and ease yeah, of use? It's a, it's a user experience as a whole. Use. Yeah, yeah. I would which always is, go use experience. Which is a reason why I had to unsubscribe because the things that... the func the, the Just the, the basic functionalities that I had on Spotify not being able to do on, on, on Tidal was quite frustrating. And yeah. even and even, the, even their, uh, their, their, their platform on, on Windows, like, you know, like how you can download the Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Like, Every time it crashes on on my Windows PC, so I was like, I kind of got tired of it. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll just like uh, oh. unsubscribe. Poor user experience, man. Poor user. That's what will get you. And what's crazy is, let's not forget, Spotify is. Oh my god, this is sounded like a like a different sponsorship now. I mean, Spotify. <laughs> Spotify is free to listen to as well, isn't it? 
So you'd listen to ads if you don't subscribe, but you yeah. won't be able to sift through songs and do other things. But True. it's still free. It's exactly. still free. You know, I'm not sure if you could do that with Tidal. Like on Spotify, I can share a song with somebody and they can listen to it. I mean, after an advert or something, but that's not the worst thing in the world. Very know? true. Very so true. It's, it's, it is very, very interesting. But yeah, man, I think, uh, you know, I'm look, I'm anticipating any release by Dre, to be honest. And the fact that it's with Kanye, you know, I think it's going to be a, it's going to be Listen, a big one. Also, it's gonna I want to be... see, see the fashion. I want to see what, what Kanye comes up with. Gap. I'll tell you this from now. I have never, ever in my life bought anything from Gap. However. Really? If, bruh, I, I'm a 90s baby, right? <laughs> in fact, <laughs> I was 1990 baby. Like early, early 90s, right? So, yeah. my clothes, like Gap was cool when your mum was buying them when you're like seven or eight, right? Into True. my teen years, I did not have Gap. It was all about that Nike baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's all about that Adidas baby. You know, I wasn't talking about Gap. Gap? Oh, they would laugh you home from school. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you get on the bus with Gap, the bus driver would laugh at you. Don't get, <laughs> give me that. that that's know? funny. <laughs> so, yeah, no, not Gap, son. Not Gap. I think, like, could you imagine? So, if I want to see what he comes... If he comes up with some really good clothes, because, you know, I'm not... Like, Off-White is good, but I think Off-White is just turned into some weird Louis Vuitton kind of thing. I don't know, man. I, I, you um, know, shout-outs to Virgil, but I don't know what's going on there. I don't think I'd ever buy or could... Well, I mean, would I, Would we... you spend money on Off-White? But I know you're, you've got eccentric taste. You probably would. Uh, in I'll be honest with you, I'm not really a fan of Off White. Like I'm, Ooh. I'm be, like I'm not a fan of Off White at all. Um, yeah, there are, me neither. There's probably the guy. There's probably one the guy. or sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. Oh yeah, no, go on, go on. <laughs> I, I was gonna say there are like one or two few pieces that I've seen that I've liked, but I cannot like say overall I like everything they dropped. Like just a f- one or two pieces. Like when they did the collaboration with Nike. Like the off-white um, Jordan ones, uh, the Air Maxes, the the off-white Converse. Like when he did like yeah. the collab with those different shoes, like for me those are amazing. But like in terms of, like off-white clothes, like the T-shirts, and I-, I was not really a fan of those. There are probably one or two off-white jackets uh, that came out a year or two ago that were pretty cool. But overall, I wouldn't say I'm a huge, huge fan. But just one or two pieces. And I actually rather I rather uh, Virgil's like like Louis Vuitton pieces rather than his like off white like clothing line. Me personally, because yeah. it yeah. has more character. It's, it's high in it. It's it has more character. It's more like the colors. Like I don't know the way he. It's he more artsy fartsy in it. It's more fashion. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like the off white seems it's more to be street, hype basically. Beast. It's like street yeah. hype beast, yeah, basically. Like, I'm gonna wait outside the Supreme store for six hours for this strap, <laughs> that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? I think off white is kind of like, oh, you got these like uh, these rich kids in in like uh, <laughs> in rich America going, oh, these are off whites. I got these off whites. Like, half the artists get their off whites donated to them or given to them, to, so it builds the hype. So people go out and spend their own money on it, right? 
It yeah. just that, that's that's the that's the it seems to be like that's the trick. So he was hanging around a lot of young like rappers. Um, but was it like Lil Uzi Vert? I think. Um, what's because, the other guy? Let's um, see, Uzi Gunner. Um, um, what's what's Lil Boat? What's his name? Lil Yachty. Oh uh, my God! Did you yeah, just Lil call him Lil Bolt? Oh God! Yeah, Lil Boat. <laughs> then they called him. Yeah, that's that's what he said. Lil Boat. <laughs> 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 yeah so him uh yeah and and migos and or whoever it was he i yeah. know he was hanging around a lot of the eccentric fashiony fashiony kind of young guys and mm. that's how they got i think that's how he got his brand sort of popping but he did a lot of work though he spent 10 years yeah. working on it so you know yeah. anybody that puts that amount of time into something they must uh see the re- reap the benefits at the end definitely um, if if it's you know is which is warranted which is which is right there but i think what is your actually what is your best sort of black clothing brand Whoa. Oh. i'm gonna go straight to jordan slyly not I'll the be... best i mean like not the greatest but i mean like iconic like for me i'm like quality assured jordans i'll be i'll be completely honest with you like i wouldn't say i have a a favorite black clothing brand Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say black clothing brand at all. I would just. Say but I mean, black. like branding, as in branding. I don't mean like as in mm. um, because we all know it's Nike in it. But I mean yeah. like as in branding. What is like when somebody says, "Oh, um, you know, there's like a, a black endorsement or or somebody like a designer or somebody mm-hmm. is associated with one black figurehead." Okay, it's, um, you know the what? Yeezys okay, or G Unit or whatever it is. Yeah, go on. This is a clothing brand that I've um that I've been looking through, you know, the last couple of um years. Um he's actually a British um fa- um designer. He he's a uh, he's behind a Cold War. Um I I love the pieces that he he drops. Like it's amazing. Um, a Cold War. Yeah, a Cold War. So if war. people people listening can google A Cold War clothing and it will pop yeah. up. It's pretty. I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty. It's pretty um, expensive. Oh um, yeah. Is this, is this a repeat of the 800 pounds platform camel toe shoes? No, 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 no. Oh, no, it's not. Okay. It's not okay. Because <laughs> it you, was. If, um... if you ever wear those around BKC, <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> I would. I will order you an Uber. I will be like, go home. Don't let people see you, sir. Don't yeah, let see you. The guy who's behind um a Cold War, his name is Samuel Ross. Um, he's a British. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's a British nice. uh, designer. Um, nice. I've seen some of his pieces. They're really, they're really dope. It's given me, it's given me like dystopian. This is just me personally. It's given me like dystopian, uh, future type of vibes. Like his clothes. Like I don't know. It's a uh... you know I don't know do you know what do you know what I find what I don't want to do with, with my <laughs> when I when I get my money because it's mm. one of those things where rich people pay a lot of money to look poor. <laughs> it depends. You know what I mean? Okay, no, what clothes? Buying, what like, clothes seen... have you seen that kind of like gives you that vibe? You personally, bro, I've seen people buy used Vans, used Converse, used Levi's. Okay, used, you know what? Just like old used used stuff. Let me <laughs> say something about. Let me say something goes. about that. I kind of grew up wearing Converse. Like my first pair of shoes were Converse. Um, yeah. And I, the best, the best 
the best way they look basically is when they're trashy, if I'm being honest. And when he has that, you know, raggedy, uh, like it's burnt out. Like, <laughs> I actually love that because when, no, when I was younger, when I was younger, I used to collect Converse shoes. So I would wear them for like months, trash the heck out of them. I wouldn't even, if I'm, I'm sorry for for people out there who are, who think I'm nasty, but sometimes I wouldn't wash my Converse because I, I just love the idea of them looking trashy. It gave them a certain <laughs> type of character for me personally. It's like it's like back in the day when I was yeah, younger, yeah, I used to wear jeans. <laughs> <laughs> back in the day, I used to like my jeans. I used to like wear my jeans, like uh, sag my jeans, and like purposely like rip them at the bottom. My mom hated that. But I used to purposely sag my jeans so I could rip them in the bottom and have them be kind of like trashy, tear up, you know. So I under have I personally hmm? have you saved any? Because you could probably sell them for a cool couple. No, like right now. no. As I got older, like they, they didn't fit me anymore. I got rid of them. But like, oh. like even now, like my Converse that I wear, <laughs> I wear them till they're they're like dirty. They're like raggedy. Like that's just how I like to to see them because it doesn't look brand new. It just it just gives the shoe a bit more character, personally. So I understand okay. people that kind of okay. like, yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I'm not the one guy. <laughs> I'm not that. I'm not that guy. Because <laughs> I, I personally like, I've never like, I'm not a Jays person because I've never really be a Jordan person simply because I have like big, I have big, I have big bones, I have big feet. So the way and. Jordan shoes are pretty big shoes, like they're pretty big shoes, and they have they've always. One looked... second, I'm gonna, I'm not buying this. I am not. No. Buying, I am not gonna. I'm, you're not gonna tell me that a shoe designed <laughs> by a basketball player, right? Which arguably every single one of them has big bones. <laughs> no, but the, the, <laughs> what I'm trying, what I'm trying to say is that they look kind of awkward on me because, because simply because like on my feet, me being that I have big like big feet, like my my legs are pretty like wide. They look weird, which is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you think they're? Do you? F- so. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not computed. You can't tell me that your feet look wide in Jordans when you've got people like Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> sliding his size seventeens into a. <laughs> LeBron James, you know what I mean? They're all wearing these huge things, I'm and you're crying. like, "Oh, they look pretty. They look pretty." Or, uh, how dare you? Do you know? Do you know what's so good about Jordans, right? Mm. They are comfortable. Those. Are, I, that's the I, main. I know the they're comfortable. Thing. I know that they I'm are sh- comfortable. They are comfy. You put them in, it's like, oh, me this personally, is why they're called Air Jordan because because they're just like you know they're they're. The soles are pretty good, depending on the ones you get. The soles, I've had some which don't have the padded soles. But mm-hmm. I got, um, I think I have some limited edition um, LA ones, I think. Something like right. that. But those ones, oh, when you walk on them, it's like it's got these these air bubbles in the in the sole or whatever it is. As mm-hmm. well as in the, do you know where you slide your foot? What do you call the insert? It's pretty padded. Oh, Pencil. it's like you're walking on, yeah, you're walking on air, man. I was like, yes. I was like, you... Oh, I could, yeah, they're comfy, you know. <laughs> Have you ever had a pair of Jordans? I've had uh, back in the day. It was probably, I don't remember the model. I remember my first pair of Jordans. It was in 2000, wait, it was 2000, I think it was in 2006, I believe. 
my yeah. first ever pair of Jordans. It was a black pair Dang. of Jordans. I don't even remember the model. Like I, I, yeah, I remember yeah. you like remember was, you had them. <laughs> yeah, I remember like it was yesterday. I remember I was wearing a pair of Converse, right? And yeah. when I went to high school, um, everybody was wearing Jordans, was wearing Air Maxes, like all of that. And one yeah. day, one day, my cousin was like, "Bruh, why are you wearing Converse?" Like you look, you look like a you look like a geek. Like it's this is this was my cousin. Like seriously, with your torn jeans, your torn jeans. Are cool. Yeah. So my cu- my cousin was like, he he was like, oh, I'm ashamed. To like I'm ashamed that you're because he he because for him I didn't look cool enough. For you say, should have done. So you have thrown your shoe at him like uh, one of those, like that guy that threw the shoe at George Bush. <laughs> and I felt, I felt, I felt so bad. I felt so bad that I ended up getting. I didn't know anything about Jordan, so I just ended up. I just went in, went in town, and I went to the shoe store, and I was like, "What's the hottest pair of Jordans right now?" Like I went with my mom, and I got me. I remember getting me some Air Force Ones, the white Air Force Ones. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. I didn't getting... buy into that Air Force One hype, you know. Yeah, I don't know why. But I, I just I... didn't. Oh. So I remember getting me that pair, and I remember getting a Jordan pair. I don't remember what model it was, but it was all black. I got that. So and when next day when I popped to to, to school, and my cousin was like, "Oh," because I remember back in the day in high school, you were everybody was wearing Jordans, Air Force Ones, the yeah. white ones, the black ones, Air Maxes. And yep. dicky dicky pants dicky pants and like triple no idea triple no, I don't think... dickies you know the brand dickies <laughs> yeah yep oh, god Every... those were the days I'm not gonna lie but after a while yeah, I keep kind of no, like no. like I stopped wearing them because it wasn't me because I was trying to prove a point but it wasn't me so I kind of went back to my old like my old style which was like yeah. Converse um, back to man. the swagless. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. I don't care. Swag. I don't care what anybody say. Converse are freaking hard. They will forever be hard. You can wear Converse with anything. You can dress down with them. You can dress up with them. They are hard. Listen. Yeah, hard soul and hurt your feet. Listen. If you want bunions? Get Convert. I'm joking. Now I'm playing around. But no, for real. I was an Air Max guy, so I didn't really have. Um. Well, to be honest, I had a lot of Adidas shoes. But yeah. Whatever mm. trainers I did, they were they were Air Maxes. But yeah, oh well, thanks for that history lesson on uh, <laughs> on Converses, <laughs> a whole segment and whole endorsement of the old Converses. That being said, Will Smith did have it in iRobot, so shout out to you as well. <laughs> I don't know. I should have a shout out counter in it. The amount of times I say shout out, shout out, shout out, you know. But big ups to Will Willard. Big. Uh, I was gonna say Big Willie, but that means something different in the UK. So. Yo, <laughs> that's his. That's his American name. What are you talking about? What? That's his American name. He calls it. Have you never listened to a Will Smith album? He calls himself Big Willie. I I've oh, heard God. it. I've heard it. But uh, <laughs> anyways, I know. I know. Oh, hey, yo. <laughs> oh God. Oh, I might have to pull up. You know. Jeez. If that soundboard wasn't so loud, I'd have just pressed it. <laughs> oh, but, hey. Oh man! All right. So, what else we got? We went through Kanye. We went through uh, what in what else have we got? Joe Joe Budden. Oh he's yeah, in, he's uh he's on the internet news. Um, yeah, because what Eminem dropped a diss track. Well, he, well he didn't leak it. He didn't drop it. Um, so we don't know who, but apparently there's a there's an old song uh, that Eminem did, which was a diss towards uh, Revolt TV. 
um, and Revolt TV is basically owned by PDD. It's a it's a black media um, entertainment company, and he bing, also bing. and he also dissed uh, Joe Budden in the track, and Eminem. And after the the leak came out, there were a lot of backlash that that was geared towards Eminem. So he kind of like came back out with an apology, saying that you know this. He I don't remember what he specifically said, but make a long story short, it was just to say like he wasn't even on that time. Like he's over. Like he's way past that disc that was like probably a few months ago, probably last year or whatever. And Joe Putin himself came on his uh, on his podcast and he basically said that he's not offended by the by the diss track because it's an old track. And not only that, he basically said that he don't even he doesn't even think that Eminem is even on that type of uh, agenda right now. Simply because he's kind of like right now him and his slaughterhouse uh, brothers, you know that camp that he used to be in. They kind of like in the midst of um of reconciliation. They're trying oh. to get like they're trying to like you know build back the burnt bridges. So he doesn't even think that it was intentional. You know he so he kind of he he basically took the high road and and said that listen this is twenty twenty. We got bigger, bigger things to talk about. This is not the time for me to like, you know, scream or or, or or diss anybody or whatever or get on anybody. So yeah, like the guy, the guy is forty years old. So yeah, he just kept it moving, kept it pushing. Oh uh, well, you know, good on him. Yeah, but I come from I come from the old dancehall culture, the old grime culture. Mate, I would have, I would have, I would, I would have. To be fair, this tracks before sundown. Are you to, mad? <laughs> to be fair, like I expected Joe Budden not to respond because the last the last diss track that Eminem did, he didn't respond. He even said yeah. the diss track was trash, and Joe Budden That's said, true. and Joe Budden said that he's retired from music. He doesn't have any love for the music anymore. Yeah, but you know, so I like oh, it, everybody I says was, that. Everybody says that. Everybody says, "Oh, I don't. I've retired." And blah blah. How many rappers say they retire and get back? This is the reason why I think a that rapper is... will never. A rapper can never retire, in my opinion. In my honest opinion, a rapper can never retire because, in a way... unlike unlike other jobs, unlike right. other crafts, um, well, similar to other crafts actually, your brain. And your penmanship and your artistic form. So that's the thing with art as well. You will always keep progressing. Unless you stop cold turkey, you can never say, oh, I'm going to stop rapping. Because you're going to be hearing stuff. You're going to be around it so much anyway. As as an artist, as a musical artist, you're going to be listening to things anyway. And you're going to, for him, as a wordsmith, he's still going to be writing. He's still going to be writing. He's going to hear a Kendrick verse and be like, oh, I wonder what I would write here bang and then write something out so your pen that, d- that depends that depends on no, your 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 pen your pen definitely sharpens as time goes on and i can name around 10 rappers that's what's happened to gucci man waka flock of flame um drake of all people you know what i mean styles oh. p jada kiss fred the godson all of these people they were fire their words like actually waka flock of flame let's go with waka right he was never. If you listen to "Oh, Oh, Let's Do It" or um, "Hard in the Paint," and then you jump forward to "I Don't Know How to Rap," that mixtape series, you I can see he's gotten, it. mate. He's gotten. He can rap. Like if you listen to his songs now, he knows how to rap. He knows how to put words together. He knows he's actually good at rapping. 
right? And that's mm-hmm. the thing. When you start off at one point from back in the day and you start moving forwards, if you've continued, like LL Cool J, like mama said, knock you out. And now have you heard his freestyle about Black Lives Matter and stuff like that? He's still, your pen gets better. You just keep getting better at writing. So that's why, in my honest opinion, like Jay-Z's retired how many times? You know what? That is a very good valid point in Jay-Z's case. Like, I'm not going to lie about that because he he has said that he's going to retire multiple times. And then the amount of albums he's put out since he retired from allegedly said he was going to retire is insane. Because I I think he's dropped probably because I remember when he said he's going to retire, he dropped the Magma Carter Holy Grill, I believe. Um, That album was produced by Timbaland. That album was dope. And then and after, tell me, tell me his words, the way he his writing skills. I wouldn't like say he, it he got fits. better. Me personally, being a Jay Z fan, I wouldn't say his writing got better because I prefer his old albums than the ones we have today. Not to say that what we got today is bad. Not at all. It's great. But old Jay Z, the old Jay Z stuff that we had in the early two thousands is unde- undeniable. Yeah, but what I'm thinking is this, right? When you think of like, because um, you did martial arts, right? You did judo. Yeah. Right? So if you do like martial arts, right? And you say, when you're a young man, you're flashy with your moves. You've got the energy. You've got, you've, you can do these, these techniques. When you start to get older, you start to, you'd start to fight a bit smarter, right? Agreed. So. You, you don't you you you're you're not opening up as much and you can even see it like in uh Floyd Mayweather for example right he's more defensive he's more evasive you know I agree you know? he got he's better not, he's not he got better exactly. over mm, definitely and and you so with Jay Z I wouldn't say necessarily he his flows and all that were were fire back in the day but now I think his writing skills are what highlights him he's able to put more information and more guidance and more um more more stories into one project than he did back then in a couple if that makes sense he's being smarter with his writing he's getting the message across a lot quicker and a lot a lot more simplistic um in terms of his writing ability and for me that's the key if you can if you can get an idea into somebody else based on a on four minutes or three minutes right like Mm. what was the what was um what was that last? Uh, was it four forty four? What was um... uh? Yeah, that, it was that actually. It was four forty four. His last album. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the OJ song. How oh. much information did he have in the OJ song? And that you compare that to so some of the good. stuff. He had more stuff in that than I've seen other rappers having a whole album. I'm not right? gonna lie because it said so, you don't it want said filler. so much. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So you don't want filler raps. Filler raps are like, oh, I got bling, uh, da 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 da, kicking your yeah. door with a four four, all of that extra stuff. That's that is that is fluffy, superficial stuff. But when mm. you get into the detail of what you want to communicate, and your writing ability allows you to do that in the least amount of words, then you're you're really a technician. Like you're you're really a master of your craft. And that's why I believe a true rapper can never really retire because it will just evolve. And it will evolve from rap songs and feel good to knowledge. And then it may even go into, I don't know, because um, it is a form of poetry anyway, but it will just go into, in, into into something else, you know? So I think 
that's why I believe a real rapper will never really retire. And you even see Joe. I watch his podcast sometimes. And uh, with Joe Budden, you, you can hear that sometimes he's still got bars. You see what I mean? He's still... He he's, can a, still... he's always going to have bars. That is... That is muscle. Well, not really. If he doesn't train it, if he doesn't train it and keep progressing, he will stay stagnant. So mm. for him, if he keeps practicing and keep or keeps writing and keeping his pen sharp, right? Or he he's reached a level now where, say for example, if he wanted to go and battle rap, he would just start sharpening his pen again, right? But right. really, he's at a level now where he can be like, okay. I'm not going to write anything, but I'm still fire. But then he hears somebody coming through like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me just keep up to date and make sure that i got a few bars, you know? Because at the end of the day, rap is competitive. It, it comes from a competitive um, uh, Very culture true. anyway, hip-hop. True. So, it, you know, breakdance is competitive, DJing competitive, graffiti competitive, you know, and rapping is competitive. So that, those are the all, those are the, what is it, the four pillars? Are there four pillars in him? There's four pillars of hip-hop. So it's, it's one of those things. Dancehall as well, sound clashes. That's ultimately where it all comes from, you know. So uh, I think I think um, he's he he will never really retire in my eyes. I think you'll find he'll just he'll he'll bang out when Drake is 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 Budden's age. I think <laughs> I think I think Budden is gonna maybe like listen. I I know you think you're 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 up there, but it's it's time it's time fire time. But yeah, yeah you know. But um yeah no, that's good that's good. What else do we have on the on the old news? Well, go, going back to what we were speaking about earlier when we started um, the episode in regards to COVID-19, um, there has been some surges um, across um, America. Um, states such as Texas, Florida, and Arizona were planning to reopen um, uh, their their state, you know, for for the, for the people to, you know, go back to uh, to their lives or whatever. But yeah. they've backtracked it and decided to keep things closed uh, because uh, things have been spiking uh, out of control, and um, even oh, even no. right even even right right here in Europe, they announced that they're going to be banning American passengers from entering um, any European country. Uh, so it Uh-oh. goes back. It, it goes back to what we were talking earlier um, because. People are people were just going out. They were not respecting the rules, such as wearing the mask. You know, staying away from people. And now it's come to the point where where a second wave is about to begin in, in America. Like in Florida, the the governor of Florida um, was basically taking the piss in regards to COVID nineteen. He wasn't taking it seriously. He decided to keep everything open. And look at the result. Um, America, wow. America, uh, Florida has confirmed. Um, a a huge amount of cases of of confirmed cases. So now they've reached to the point where they need to reclose the state again. So um, those those build are the, the wall. Build the wall. <laughs> those are the consequences. Those are the, the the consequences. Even in California right now, um, I believe they've had over six thousand confirmed cases, which was the highest they've ever had in one day. Oh, uh, one day. Yes. Oh. Build yes. a wall. Build, we have to build a wall and keep the Americans out, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Les America. But, uh, you know, build a wall. Build, I don't know what European accent that is, but... <laughs> no, it's about don't. to get built, boy. <laughs> built, boy. Watch so, out. Um, you know, yeah. So, I think... It's, uh, it's getting real. It's really it's getting real right now. Like I'm not going to yeah. say it's getting real. It's been real. 
It's just that people weren't taking it seriously. It's just getting worse. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Oh, God. Uh, let's get some, some good news, man. I hope everybody's well and and staying safe anyway. Um, yeah, good luck to everybody. Protect your families. Yeah, man. Um, all the best. Uh, we will pull through this together if everybody uh, listens to the advice um, and uses common sense. It's usually common sense that gets people. It's the common sense. Listen, but, but, we the, the problem the problem that the problem that we're having nowadays is that we're living in a society where people are sheeps. People don't know how to think for themselves. They want to be well, told not what sheep. to do. I don't think so. I've you know what? Well, they are sheep. Everybody's sheep. <laughs> but I think <laughs> I mean humans herd together. We live in big herds. <laughs> we all funnel ourselves onto tubes and public transport all at the same time. We all go to the same places to eat. <laughs> we all we you know what I mean? We all then go back to our own little cages and go to bed. We're all we're herds, right? There's no there's no there's nothing about it. But I think in terms of the way people are, I think everybody thinks they have a good grasp on it but they don't yeah. want to listen to the people that actually mm. do the full research and they don't look to research themselves. I think we spoke about this a couple podcasts um, ago and it's a case where it's just common sense and people, you know, just because you have a point to prove doesn't mean you should always prove it. Does Very that make true. sense? Or, yeah. you know, just because, because I've seen people like, I got my amendments and I don't have to wear a mask and did diddly do. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those things, man. I was just like, what? Why? You know, it's it's like, oh, you can't come in the store. Everybody has to wear a mask. Well, I don't see why I gotta wear a mask because I just want to come in here and buy some milk. Uh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna cough on you. <laughs> and diddly do. And I, oh, <laughs> just like, God. I know. You know what I mean? I don't know why that's the accent, but that's how. That's what I imagine. And when you see all the all the all those Karens online doing that stuff and just like, <laughs> oh, you, you shouldn't be here, sir. You, where's your mask? And you should be social distancing. And I'm like, well, you've gotten up and you've gone to sit next to them and speak to them and tell them and take their mask off. But they're eating food. How the can Karens... they eat food with a mask on, sir? The, the Karens. Karens... Are, there's a pandemic. There's a Karen's pandemic. <laughs> They've been going on a rampage as of late. <laughs> oh man, jeez. Oh, they God. are like, uh, oh, yeah. It's just crazy. Like, yeah. Oh, cool. But um, other news in the states, actually, the NBA. Yeah, National Basketball is a National Basketball Association in the states. You know, Th- it's coming back July thirtieth. Key games. What what key games have you picked? What are your selections for the key games that we should be keeping an eye on? Well, ba- those are the two games are going to be playing on the same day. Um, oh, which will be the Utah Jazz versus the the New Orleans the New Orleans uh, Pelicans. Boom. Um, listen, I'm hyped for it because. Um, as of late, um, what's his name? Zion. Oh Wilson. wait, 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 wait! I don't know why I booed the Pelicans. My boy, yeah, Zion. like yes, my boy Zion. <laughs> Zion, Zion is Zion is coming back right now. He's hype. The guy is healthy. Um, I'm really looking forward to this game. And then we're oh, gonna have the um, L.A. Clippers versus the L.A. Lakers. That's gonna yeah. be that's gonna be huge. Kawhi and... versus LeBron. You already, versus LeBron, right? you already know who I got my you already know who I got my money on. Like LeBron's definitely gonna dom- dominate this LeBron game. LeBron James. LeBron Listen, do you know who I I'm my boy Zion? I'm back in Zion till till like Zion. I just hope he hasn't put on any COVID weight. If he put on COVID pounds, uh he might to get be fair, injury. to be fair, he's a big. lot of, he's too big. He, a lot of NBA players I wouldn't say surprisingly, 
but a lot of the NBA players amidst um during this pandemic they've been working the hell out like even um even the Jokic um he plays for the Denver Nuggets he yeah. lost an insane amount of weight I saw a picture on um on Bleacher Report um it's a sport um a media media um, outlet outlet and uh they show that and i was like oh my god he probably lost a good 10 pounds or more like Ooh. he looks skinny it's because Shout he's a to my he, guy he's really like he's a really like beefed up dude and to see him look yeah. so skinny i was like i was shocked so Lean. so seeing saying the news i've been seeing lately about zion Williamson getting ready to come back to play and saying that he's mm-hmm. super healthy like i'm yep. really excited and i mean lebron's been working out ever since like We've been in lockdown, so like this is this, those are gonna be some two huge games to look forward to on the thirteenth. Yeah, I want to see with LeBron. I hope um, Zion gets to play with LeBron one day. You know, it'll be good to swap them out in in games because they'll probably have a be quite as dominant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll be pretty nice to see them. Like they're not necessarily play at the same time, but you know, um, like sub out. And just one's dominant and the other one's dominant. But yeah, True. shout outs to to I'm a Pelicans fan until Zion moves, and then I'm a <laughs> then I'm a whatever the hell he is fan. Uh, Listen, I've that. I've been a Pelicans fan for for a good while, even when Anthony Davis were playing for them. Because Ooh, to be AD fair, boy. the Pelicans the Pelicans had so much potential. Like they had Anthony Davis, who's arguably top three best NBA players in the league. I would say top five yeah. because you can there are other players. Top five, probably top five, one of the best players. Yeah, don't in the forget league. about my boy Harden. Ooh, um, the disrespects. He had <laughs> he had Demarcus Cousins before Demarcus Cousins was injured. He was averaging over 20, 20 25 points a game. Like wow. Drew Drew Holiday was over there. Um, Raja Rondo was playing with the Pelicans. That's a team that had so much potential. Unfortunately, unfortunately, never Jeez, really they went have a anywhere. lot of talent. They had they had an immense amount of talent. It just it never went anywhere. But like it's unfortunate. But listen, I I like what I'm seeing with the New York Pelicans. What they did, like with uh, well, Lonzo Ball. You got a Drew Holiday. You got a Drew Holiday Mm -hmm. who's like as a mentorship for them for them young bucks. And then you got (laughs) Zion Williamson. You got all of you got who else you got um. I forgot that tall and lengthy dude. They compare him to Kevin Durant. Uh, he used to play for the LA Lakers. Oh, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to guess. I'm horrible. I am horrible at um, Brandon NBA Ingram. Players. Brandon Ingram. Oh, Ingram's. Yeah. So right now, my favorite young, like young, talented team in the NBA right now is uh, is the Pelicans right now. Yeah. Like, even even I'm, before, I'm, I'm a Pelicans fan too. Like man. even I'm a before. Even before the Zion trade, I've been looking at them and they've just been get better, better, and better. So they have a lot of potential and they can go far. If they keep that team glued together and not put too many trades, like they can go really far, honestly. Yeah. So nice, nice. Um, what's up with your Knicks? My Knicks? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's for the New York Knicks. <laughs> What? Uh, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. That's gonna be a running joke, just to just to bomb on them. But they're horrible. Uh, <laughs> Listen. Oh god, they are horrible. 
No yeah, comment. <laughs> no allegedly, comments. allegedly horrible. Allegedly, I don't want to get sued by. It. I heard their owner's a horrible guy. Allegedly, he, allegedly, he's, tra- <laughs> he's trash. He's trash. Allegedly, yeah, allegedly, he he is allegedly. He's trash. Uh, no. Allegedly, <laughs> you don't have to say allegedly. Everybody knows it. Like anybody that follows basketball knows that the owner of the ba- of the New York basketball team is utter trash. Like, well, I well, it's alleged <laughs> because I don't know if you can prove that he's trash in a court of law. <laughs> Listen, yeah, anyways, anyways, let's let's move on before <laughs> before they have some. Yeah, let, let's move on. So football. As in real football, as in the, soccer. the football you play with your feet. Yeah, soccer. That word, that word. <laughs> but real football. Um, Liverpool. Uh, How won dare their you? First league title. How <laughs> they dare won their you? First league title. <laughs> as a Man United fan, I am slightly how raging you... inside. How how because... you? Because <laughs> this you... victory. This victory have brought them. I think they're now the most successful football club in English history. This took them over Man United, I believe. I believe allegedly. Well, right. I can't keep saying allegedly, but I believe that is annoying, right? I want to hate them so much, but well, you can't. Historically, they're our rivals, uh, Manchester United. However, their manager Klopp, Jurgen Klopp, is one of the best people managers I've ever seen, right? Um, after Sir Alex Ferguson, obviously, because he's he's the he's the baddest man in the village. But um, with compared to, I mean, not compared because there's no comparison. <laughs> Sir Alex, is, Sir Alex, Mister Guy that's been knighted because he's so legit versus Jurgen Klopp. Uh, but yeah, uh, he did well. The team's done well. They won the European Championship last year, and then I think now they've won the they've won the Premier League. And it was funny. The Premier League is arguably a bit harder to win. So, um, usually you want to do the double or the treble, like Man United have done, but nobody's really done uh, for a while now, where you win um, three major trophies, European, domestic, and uh, I think two domestics, or a domestic and, and a league title. So, yeah. well, the league is kind of domestic. But, yeah. Hats off to them. Congratulations yeah. to the Liverpool team. It's, yeah. uh, it's a great win for them. And many yeah. more to come, of course. <laughs> Not really. You're just a fan because of LeBron James. Because LeBron James has is a stakeholder, shareholder in 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 uh, in Liverpool. So, you know, LeBron, I am disappointed in your choice. That's why I can't wait until Zion gets up there, right, <laughs> and dunks on you in one ma- right on your head. Bong! I'll be like, yes, go on, Zion. You know, but yeah. Um, well done, well done, Liverpool. Actually, I'm not even gonna. Well, good, good stuff to <laughs> Liverpool. But, you cannot uh, even Man bring United. yourself to like be happy. No, for no. <laughs> shame, shame. It's glory, glory, Man United, mate. It's glory, glory, Man United, man. Get out of here. Go on, get, go on, get with LeBron James. Like he pays attention to flipping football. How dare you, sir? <sighs> cool, cool. Ugh. Movie news. Yay. Movie time. Boo. Boo. Well, <laughs> Hollywood is Hollywood is in like is in silence right now. Streaming Sh- services are on fire because <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> there's no cinema releases and streaming services are like, yes, this is the best time ever. Everyone's home and they need stuff to watch. Woo. So much so Disney who own Hulu also own Disney Plus. 
and each of them, both of them are top five streaming services in the world. <laughs> Disney no are taking. They're yeah. so rich. They are so rich. They got more money than than Britain, I guess. <laughs> what? <Probably>. Nah. <laughs> I'm playing oh. around, obviously. <laughs> no. obviously. You're not going to beat 60 million taxpayers, are you? <laughs> <laughs> giving, giving what, like 20% of their income to the government. And you're like, oh, Disney, yeah. Nah, you won't be that. You won't be that. Unless they go to China, and then they get that Chinese money. They get the, they get that good, uh, that good billion. Like who is it? Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan sold over a hundred million records. <laughs> Was it a hundred million or two hundred million records? He just uh, sang the national anthem. <laughs> what? And and yeah, because he's because China is so big. Everybody that supported him just went and brought it, and he sold like. Uh, he sold millions. He sold millions. I wish I could. I could find. I wonder if you can search for the number now, like That's crazy. like Jackie Jackie Chan's like album sales. I was like, what is that? Listen, that guy's a legend. He's a national treasure. Protect him at yeah, all costs. Yeah. Well, China are protecting at all costs, which is why he's never. He's he's not in a, uh, anywhere else for a long while, man. So what is what is going on? Oh, he's got a discography. Shout out to Jackie Chan. Oof. Oof. Damn, that's crazy. I didn't even know he did music. That's crazy. Well, he does. He just decided to put a song out, man. He just sold... Um... Oh, he has more than 20 albums. Okay, well, yeah. Jackie <laughs> Chan, you are officially the GOAT. Uh, I don't know how much you've sold. Been but, a GOAT. Um, Excuse me. Yeah, you've... Okay, okay. He's been, he's been a GOAT. He's been a GOAT. You know? <laughs> um, he's actually a real martial artist as well. If if anybody's ever seen the best film I've seen him fighting is called um, Gorgeous, and it's um, when he fights, he's got a guy on Team Jackie Chan, which is kind of funny, his stunt team, but he was a world class kickboxer, and there's him and Jackie Chan, um, they're kind of like sparring. Mm. Like Jackie Chan said, "Oh, I'll show up the next day," or and and I think he was training for a while, and they literally filmed that scene where they were fighting real time, full speed. And that's True. how quick Jackie Chan was back then, with techniques and all of that stuff. So, um, and he was keeping up with a with like one of a previous world champion or world class um, kickboxer. So, Jackie Chan is a, is is really is the real deal. So you know, but yeah, ugh, Hollywood, 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 Hollywood. Now we have to go on to Captain Jack Sparrow. Yeah, with that news with um. Margot Robbie, who's been cast as the new Pirates of... Uh, cast in the new Pirates of the Caribbean. Is she playing... Reboot. Let's just say reboot. Yeah. And Is it a I... reboot? Are you sure it's a reboot? It's a reboot. Oh, it's a reboot man. of Pirates of the Caribbean that nobody needs and nobody asks for. I don't want it. Exactly. Do, do you know what? Do you... Hey, world. Hey, world. Here's what we want. We want something set in the Caribbean, right? And not have many black people in it. Thank you, Disney. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. But come we on. also we also do want Jack Sparrow. Come on, we cannot. We need if we're if we ever get a future Pirates of the Caribbean, having Jack Sparrow is a must. Yeah, but who is the? Do you know what it is? Right, I don't want the reboot. I want something else. I want a different timeline, a different storyline, not related to Captain Jack Sparrow. Maybe it could be related to him, but you know, have a character that's similar, maybe just as quirky. But come on. Yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think. Oh, I don't know, man. And and we've got um, Margot Robbie. Yeah, who, she's uh, played. Um, she's played as um, Harley Quinn, and um, 
in a Suicide Squad, you know, with the Joker, and she also was cast in her, and she also played as Harley Quinn in Birds of Prey. Yeah, corny, 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 corny. So I don't know. It may be good. She may be a really good actress. Well, <laughs> she's a good actress, I guess. She's a good but, actress. Yeah. Hold up. <laughs> Uh, what is she? She is. No, she is actually. She is. She played in The Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, she played in Once Upon a Time you in see? Hollywood. But is she? Is she though? Because I don't remember her in any of them. <laughs> like she? No, but she's played I'm in a lot a of movies. I think I'm just being but... a hater because it's the. I think I'm just being a hater because of the movie. Like she, I think she has I'm a good. A Jesus Christ! How dare you? Yeah. I know. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I think I'm just being a hater because it's the whole Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, but what's hilarious is my dad, uh, Jamaican man, he was quite funny when he was like, yeah, I said, what do you think of Pirates of the Caribbean? He goes, yeah, you know, uh, it's, it's, it Pirates it's like, there's no, there's no people from the Caribbean in it. I was like, that was the first one. <laughs> I was laughing because when I look back, I was like, it was a good film. And then I remember like, yeah, there was no, you know what I mean? Arguably, you know, pirates back then were just catching a lot of slaves. There should have been tons of black people all around there. And then you wait till the next one where that what, what is that woman? Um, oh, the actress like Captain Barbosa. That's the only thing I remember from that movie. <laughs> but yeah, no, I love I love the uh, I love the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, series after the first one. To be honest, um, yeah. they seemed a lot more fun and a lot more like whoa. But a reboot don't de- I don't think we deserve a reboot. I'm hating it because it's a reboot. Oh, yeah, we don't and need it. It's a it. money grab. It's a money grab. It's definitely, definitely. It better be I... an animated series. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh god, crazy. It's uh, it's unfortunate. You know what? It's Pirates of the Caribbean belongs to Disney. Disney has been on a roll of rebooting yeah. everything as of late. I heard it's, so... I heard it's to prevent to um preserve their IP. So apparently, if you don't reboot it if you don't use it after a certain amount of time it becomes public domain so you have to right. redo something but mate release a book do that don't just uh, you know what i mean uh i don't know but uh yeah money grab money grab money grab uh what else do we have uh white actors stepping down from their black characters from playing black characters i think this is starting to get a bit out of hand yeah. You know what? Listen, <laughs> I'm so, I'm sorry. It's starting to get out of hand now. I don't. You know. Really... You know what? I even though nobody asked for this specifically, I commend them for like you know. It takes a lot, you know, because you've had success as a white actor or actress. You've had success playing, you know, black characters in these uh, these animated uh, shows. So in the climate that we are in, I think it 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 takes a lot out of your shoulder character you are as a person to like stand up and say, okay, um, going forward, I I will feel more comfortable if a black person um, that has equally the same amount of talent as I in this industry to play these black characters. So I commend them for, for stepping up and doing that, even though it was not asked or called for. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, I commend. So this is, this is what I think is a bit more nuanced than that. Right. In the sense where I commend them like you do for um, if there's a role that's that's obviously like somebody like Ray Charles or something. Right. Mm. But then if there's a role where it's um, so Robert Downey Jr. in um, in Tropic Thunder, which is hilarious to me. 
I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's a comedy, but we know it's he's playing a white man playing a black man. <laughs> it's kind of weird. He's he's playing a white man playing a black man in the movie, right? So right. and who's who's cast to be playing a black so he knows he's in blackface in the movie, but also he's an actor who's playing a man who knows he's wearing blackface. It's kind of funny. So that is that is hilarious. And he did it well as well. He didn't take the piss. So the thing is as well with the blackface situation, I know it's slightly different from um, having a black role, but white chicks, like when white chicks wasn't just people putting powder on their face and acting white, right? <laughs> it was everything. When you do it well, you're not going to get a backlash, especially if it's in comedy. Comedy is probably the only place you can do it. And you have to do it super well. So True. the prosthetics and the face and all of that stuff, they didn't look like they were just taking the piss out of white people completely. Like Robert Downey Jr., when he was in Tropic Thunder, they, they had the people doing makeup do it well, right? It wasn't just smudge and red lips. You see what I mean? It wasn't just mud on his face and red lips. Same way with um, with with uh, white chicks. It wasn't like cream cheese on your face with red lips. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's literally... They they took the time and the effort to get their faces done up and and have the inflections and the way they speak to sound like the stereotype that they're meant to be playing in that movie. You see what I'm saying? True, so, true, true. Now this leads me on to Cleveland Show, right? I'll, I don't. F- so I put it this way, right? This is an interesting one. You can argue that no black people played Cleveland because Cleveland is a stereotype of black people anyway. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it is. You know, it's you a know huge what's crazy? Stereotype. There's so many stereotypes <laughs> in that show. I don't even think a lot of black people will be comfortable. It's like a black person, like getting a black person on TV and be like, oh yeah, try this fried chicken and go in the advert. <laughs> <laughs> excuse me? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like excuse me? It's like, oh, you know, oh, it's, it's, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like one of those things. It's like, oh, you should replace them with a person of... I don't think Cleveland, let's face it, man. Cleveland was like in the Cleveland I'm, show, he has a son who does whose dad like what? Rollo had his dad's not around and stuff. I'm like, everything in that show is just stereotypical. The the mum has a big bum. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's kinda like, what is going on? What's going on? Like Rollo has a deadbeat dad. You know, it's 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 just it's just really odd. And and the reason why he's like he's stepping down, he's not stepping down because, you know, oh, black actors should play black characters. He's stepping down because one, he's probably tired of doing it. And two, there's no more. What black person are you going to get to play Cleveland? You know what I mean? It's, it's just it's just it's just that's a weird one. I think that's a cop out. He's just leaving early. He's just jumping mm. out early before before things get really, really hot with some of the stuff he does on that show and that that that's the reason yeah i think that's one of the reasons why is that you wouldn't get a black person when they read the script they were like cleveland does what cleveland says what <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah no you know it's just it's just it's just weird it's just weird so yeah. uh yeah yeah oh on to music releases what oh this is a long this is a long episode hey yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on to music. On to music. So, yeah. Uh, what's been released? Buju Banton uh, released his new album, Upside Down. Uh, Buju. I, I'll be on. I'm not a like your typical. Like, I wouldn't. I'm not going to say like I'm a. I'm, I'm a fan of Buju Banton, but 
I'm not your typical, oh, I'm going to listen to Bujo Benton every, every week. Like, if I hear it, I'm going to like it because he sounds dope, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I've had I'm, a... I'm, I'm, uh... I'm 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 holding myself back right now and just slightly cut blasphemy. <laughs> no, Bujubantan. because I'm because now play. <laughs> growing up, growing up, growing up in the growing up in the Caribbean, like being around my mom, she would play a lot of like reggae or reggae, and I would hear Bujubantan. So whenever I heard it, it would sound dope. Whenever I heard it in the radio, it would sound dope. You know, yeah. but I never, but I never would like. Oh, let me buy his CD or let yeah. me let me go go through his back catalog and listen to all of his tracks. I never was that. I would only listen to Bujo Bantan when it was around, when when somebody was playing it and I would enjoy it. Or if I was in a club and it was playing and, you know, I would enjoy it. But his album came out um, on Friday and I listened to a few tracks and I was like, wow, this is this is amazing. Yeah, Bujo is good, man. Bujo is really good. He's I know he's before your era. But um, obviously, me being uh, being Jamaican, <clears throat> I don't know why I coughed after that. Well, clearing my throat, ready to Bujubantan. But yeah, um, me being Jamaican is just one of those things. Bujubantan, Barris Hammond, Bob Marley. You know what I mean? All of those, all of those um, Sanchez. Who else? Just uh, uh, you know, I wouldn't say Beanie Man, Bounty Killer, but they're kind of newer dance with vibes. Yeah, vibes cartel, yeah. alkaline. Like he's, yeah, those he's, are all new guys. But yeah, Bujubantan is is. Is he's like, a he's an old head, you know. He's a well, he's, he's a, a legend. OG. He's like he's like a um, burning spear. Burning spear is a legend. Junior Reed, um, that guy. So everybody knows, um, yeah. So I'm gonna. I haven't listened to it yet, but it's definitely on my Spotify um, list to get into. I think I'll listen to it. I usually listen to music while I work, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. listen to it throughout the throughout the next week. Um, but what else we got in uh, in R and B land? Uh, we got Black. He released uh, an EP. It's called Six Pieces Hot. Um, really, <laughs> six, what is it? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do the stereotype. <laughs> but six pieces of what? Six. Six pieces hot. Basically, the EP has six tracks, and they're all hot. They're all flames. So oh. this is, that's just how I look at it. You know, I don't know if 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 that's the reason why he named it that, but. You know, yeah, um, yeah, man. He's that sounds like a flame emoji. If he's yeah. calling it hot, when an artist calls their music hot, right? Well, of his caliber, it's gonna have to be hot because a lot of young artists that I, I listen to a lot of stuff, right? Because people send me their music um, mm. just for promotional sense. May some people say I'm the best. I do this. This is the hottest thing you'll ever hear. This is the greatest. Da da da. And you listen to it, and it's it's. It sounds like somebody screaming over banging tin cans, and you're like, well, "How? What? How do you not hear yourself?" <laughs> not, not to shit on anybody's art, but um, yeah, like when you claim, when you make a claim, and you're as big as um as black, then you know, it, I think it 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 usually lives up to par. Usually. True, but to be fair, all of Black's projects have all been dope. So not I, I was expecting for it to be to be fire either way. So. Yeah. Yeah. Have you listened to it yet? Yeah, I've listened. I've listened to all six tracks. It's really dope. Oh, so are they six pieces of fire? Yeah, there's six pieces of, of flames. <laughs> Whoa. So, <laughs> so it's got six out of six flames from Casey, who's the R&B. You're the R&B connoisseur right now because I don't, I don't listen to nearly as much. I'm still yeah. stuck in the 8701 era. But yeah. <laughs> oh, God. 
cool. And uh, who else? Uh, who else has dropped stuff? And uh, well, this is one of my favorite releases um, um, of the week. Um, Algasol Sina he dropped an Ooh. album called "A Product Three: State of Emergency." Um, honestly, I didn't, I didn't know he was dropping an album until about a week ago. Uh, yeah. and I got super hyped because you know Alcalso Sana is one of the he's one of the dopest R&B artists of the decade. Uh, but he kind of like he didn't fell off. It's just that he was going through a lot in his personal life, and then he's yeah. especially medically like he he was going blind for a little while, so he had to get he himself operated and stuff. And then he was also suffering from liver disease. So he's yeah. been th- he's been through a lot, still going through a lot, but he's recovered a lot uh, throughout the years. So I was really happy to see that he released a, a project on Friday, and it, it, it so far I haven't listened to it completely. Uh, it's a pretty heavy it's a pretty heavy project. Um, yeah, I could imagine after all he's been through, man. So you know, round of applause for uh, for August for making it through. Yeah, Seems definitely. To be a very turbulent period in his life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I used to like his some of his stuff, his songs. I'm, I like. I said I don't really listen to too much R and B, but when I do hear a, a fire track, I do just save it to my favorites, <laughs> and I go looking to see what else they have. Um, but uh, you know, round of applause for him, and and I'm anticipating. I'm probably going to listen to that a bit as well next week. So yeah. Oof. So yeah, I think I think that's it for for this week. Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, this was a jam-packed show. We went Definitely. from Jesus to to Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> you know. So yeah, uh, flipping hell. I don't even know what else to say. I really don't know what else to say. Um, but let's wrap this one up, man. Let's Episode go. six, you know. Let's go, let's go. Thanks for listening. Remember to like and subscribe. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Tune in. Yeah. <laughs>